Hey everybody, this is Russell Brunson, and welcome to Marketing in Your Car. Welcome to the Marketing in Your Car podcast, where you can increase your traffic, conversions, and sales in just 10 minutes a day. And now, here's your host, Russell Brunson. It's not funny that I crack myself up every time. I gotta try to be louder and more obnoxious each time, otherwise... <laughs> It's just going to be boring. So welcome, you guys. I hope you're excited. Um, I've got crazy allergies happening. I'm not the kind of guy who gets allergies except for um, around cats. Like, I'm deathly allergic to cats. But uh, I don't normally get them. And uh, ever since I've been back from New York from the wrestling tournament, uh, I've been sneezing like 50 times a day under my nose. It's super raw and like, oh, it's horrible. So I'm hoping and praying that we get to San Diego next week for Funnel Hacking Live that um, I don't have... Um, allergies, because that would be horrible on stage, sneezing every five seconds would be really embarrassing, so sure I could take some kind of, um, you know, antihistamine or whatever, but those things always make me tired and throw me off my game, and I gotta be off my game, because there's gonna be a lot of you guys there, so first off, if you're gonna be there, congratulations, you need to be there, it's gonna be amazing, um, so there's number one, and number two, if you're not gonna be there, you missed it, we sold out, you can't come even if you wanted to, I've been warning and begging and pleading for a long time, and now your shot is gone, so there you go, alright, so with that said, um, <coughs> uh, I want to talk to you about something today that's kind of serious, um, for me, right now, and probably for you at a lot of times, and I'm doing this on my way to get my haircut, so, um, by one podcast, I was getting my haircut, ever since then, every time I post a video online, everyone's like, nice haircut, nice haircut, so, thanks, I guess, for messing with me, uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually, uh, so heading to haircut real quick, last haircut before the big event, so, hopefully I will look normal when we get there, alright, so, uh, <laughs> so, um, what I want to talk to you guys about today dang, there's a lot of traffic, um, is, uh, is burnout. I'm curious, how many of you guys have ever felt burnout? So, I think the first time that I ever got burned out at something, um, because typically when you're a kid, you're just doing a bunch of cool stuff all the time, right? Every day is like a new adventure. And my kids get, <laughs> they think they get burned out because they're tired of doing whatever the activity is. But the first time I think I ever really, really felt burnout out was my sophomore year in high school. Um, I was wrestling <coughs> 130 pounds. And each week, I would check my weight on Sunday night. And I would, I'd, on average, be about 160, uh, which meant I usually had weigh-ins on Thursday or Friday. And so I had four to five days to get from 160 down to 130. And uh, for any of you guys who have ever tried to go through wrestling practice, it's not easy. <clears throat> but the only way that it gets harder is you put on plastic suits. Uh, my dad used to call them rubber gear back in the day. We called them plastics when I was in it. But it's basically this plastic suit that goes tight around your neck, your wrists, your ankles, and uh, it's heat impermeable, so heat cannot get out of it. So what you do is you put on a pair of sweats, put a pair of plastics on top of that, and you put a pair of sweats on top of that, and you walk into the wrestling room, and by the time you're in the wrestling room, your body's like cooking, like like I could hear my feel my heartbeat beating. It was really, you know, it was just it was like it's horrible. Then you go through wrestling practice, and uh, the most I ever lost in an, oh in an hour with uh, with my plastics on um, was uh, eight pounds. So you can lose a lot of weight. And eight pounds of water is a gallon. Like a gallon of, <coughs> of milk weighs eight pounds. <coughs> I think is it weigh eight pounds. Yeah, I think it was, it was eight pounds. And so that, that's the equivalent, right? So I'd wrestle an hour and I'd suck a gallon of water out of my, my body. And so you get done with 
practice, you take your sweats off, you take your plastics off, and you have these sweats, and they would be soaking wet. You could take them and you could wring them out <coughs> from all the water that would flush out of them, right? So every week, that was my my process. Weigh in Sunday night, 160. I'd weigh in Thursday night uh, for the dual meet or for the tournament on Friday, and I'd be 130. So 30 pounds, which it, it's it's not easy, right? Because uh, the first practice, you lose 8 pounds. Second practice, you lose 5 pounds. Third practice, you lose 3 pounds. A lot, you know, next practice, you lose 2 pounds because you just don't have as much water to give. At the end, you're like trying to lose the last 2 pounds, and it's like a nightmare, right? And you're tired, and you're sore, and you're hungry, and you're thirsty, and Actually, you're not, you're not typically hungry. Even though you don't eat, uh, you don't have hunger pains. You have thirst. Thirst pains are way worse than hunger pains. Um, so what we typically do is I'd stop eating two to three days before the, the wrestling tournament, which probably isn't that smart. Knowing what I know now, I'd probably do things a lot different. But nevertheless, that's what we did. And then I'd stop drinking uh, 24 hours before. And I would, and about three days before, I'd drink really minimally because the water is the weight, right? The food doesn't actually weigh anything. In fact, the food's more like empty, like calories. So I tried to eat heavy calorie food because that would give me some energy. But then uh, hardly any water because water is what weighs the most, right? And so 24 hours before, you cut out all water, and then you suck the last little bit. And it's painful, and it sucks, and it's horrible, and yeah. But in a weird, sadistic way, um, I really enjoyed it. We had a good time doing it. Um, I think a lot of us, because, you know, be team, you know, five or six of us all cutting weight together, and just the camaraderie and the... Anyway, I, I miss... I honestly miss those days. In fact, when I go to wrestling tournaments now, um, like even the NCAA tournament, I feel guilty drinking water and eating food, because I was like, oh, like, I'm in a wrestling tournament. I should not be eating. This is weird. Um, I have this weird guilt so anyway I would go get mental help if I uh if if I was still wrestling but I'm not so it's good anyway so uh anyway going through an entire season like that by the time I was the end of the wrestling season I was I was burned out and uh it showed I'd beaten the state champ the kid who ended up taking state champ that year I beat him twice during the year and uh, I ended up taking fifth place in the region tournament didn't even qualify for the state tournament that year (laughs) and I went on to watch this kid I'd beat twice become a high school state champ which was my goal and uh, it was hard. I was. I remember sitting in the state tournament watching him win, and um, and uh, it was it was sad and it was frustrating and everything. And I was just burned out. Though. I was just. I, I was. I couldn't do it anymore. And uh, and I remember sitting there and and to get through that burnout, I took a week off and I just did nothing except for eat cereal and watch cartoons, <laughs> which was awesome, right? And then I went back to wrestling and did freestyle and Greco, and during that, the way that I got out of burnout was I started having fun with, um, started having fun with wrestling again, right? And so I went to these terms I didn't cut any weight. I was going up like five weight classes. I was wrestling, I was at 154. <laughs> was my freestyle, my Greco weight, and uh, I didn't cut any weight. I just showed up, weighed in, whatever I weighed, I went and get these huge dudes, and it was good. And I started lifting and getting strong and eating and getting healthy, and I just made it fun again. And that's how I kind of got through that burnout period. Um, so that was the first time. Next time I really know I had burnout bad. Um, if you've listened to my podcast in the past, you know some of the ups and the downs. And it was after we had 100 employees, everything crashed. We had a year of trying to save our butts and earn money to pay back the government and all these crazy things. And, um, at that point I was, I was beyond burnout. Like I, I, I would have walked away from this business if I didn't have so many outstanding debts and liabilities and coaching fulfillment and all these promises we'd made people, I had to fulfill on those things. And so I kept coming through and kept pushing and, and I, I was a burnout. I hated it. I woke up every day hating what I did. And what got me through that burnout period was interesting. It was one of my friends, Dagan Smith, um, who was one of my wrestling buddies with NCA last weekend? Uh, but Dagan called me. <laughs> uh, he actually called me to interview me on something, so he interviewed me, and then we just sat there and talked for like an hour or two on story selling and all these things. And and he got me re 
excited um, about marketing and about what we were doing and how and how we were doing it and just all the cool things that we can invent and do and, and learn and discover and um, and he he made marketing fun for me again and um, you know on, on the on the tails of that came a lot of amazing things for for me and probably for you you know the dot-com secrets book came as a byproduct of that we went through this testing phase for the next year so we were testing and trying and doing all these things and 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 from that came the dot-com secrets book from that came click funnels from that came um all the amazing things we're we're doing now but they came on on the back side of of burnout um which is you know burnout's hard and so um right now i'm a week away from our event and i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm feeling i'm feeling burnout um, you know, we've, we had a big mountain to climb. We had to sell over a thousand tickets, which is a not easy, a not easy task. I remember, um, i you know, back in the day we do events and we get a hundred people to show up. And I remember going to a Dan Kennedy event one time and there was a thousand people in the room. And I remember thinking, this is incredible. I cannot believe that that's even possible that, um, they have a thousand people in the room and just thinking that that was an insurmountable task. And then that's what we just accomplished. And it's just amazing. Um, but, uh, the cost of that has been, has been, has been burnout. So anyway, it's, uh, one, oh, I'm right on the, on the top. My haircut is starting right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop this and go get my haircut and then come back out. We're going to talk about burnout some more because, um, two reasons. One, um, I need to talk myself through it to help me get through kind of the, what I'm feeling right now. And the best way I found to get through some of those things is to share it with others. And then number two, um, I know some of you guys are probably experiencing that right now, and hopefully it'll it'll give you guys um, some hope and some faith in what you're doing and keep you moving forward. So I will be back with part two of this podcast here in about 30 minutes. All right, so where were we? We were talking about burnout. And, uh, and yeah, I'm sure that most of you, um, at least I hope so, I hope it's not just me, um, go through that every once in a while. And I've had little, little spouts, you know, but honestly, since... Uh, since Dagan kind of came back in and, and got me re-excited about marketing, it, you know, it, it's been good and things have been moving forward. And, um, you know, I think the last two years or so um, has been more intense than normal. And part of it is because, you know, we had this opportunity. ClickFunnels came. And um, and so a lot of it's like, you know, strike while the iron's hot. I think it's how you say that thing. <laughs> anyway, and uh, and we did and we went intense and we went and we've gone hard and we've pushed it and we, we've done some amazing things and it's been uh, just so much fun. And so, um, because I've been working so hard, I, I just haven't thought about, you know, you're focusing on this one mission and you're pushing things forward. Um, I was, I was reading Gary Vaynerchuk's new book this weekend. And one thing he talks about is, is the dirt in the clouds, you know, the clouds is your vision and the dirt's getting your feet dirty and moving forward and working. And that's what I've been like, it's, it's been, it's been the, the clouds, here's the vision and then boom, hitting the dirt and, and pounding it and, and focusing on those two things. And, and, um, and it's been good. Um, and, uh, and there's been so much stuff happening and we're moving things forward and like all this just amazing momentum. And so we're, we're running with it. Um, but this, you know, the last week and a half, two weeks or so as we're moving towards the event, um, all of the things we're doing to push forward, you know, and fill the event and we're about to launch funnel university and, you know, click funnels and, and all this stuff along with a new sales page, 21 day challenge, a new certification program, um, Man, there's so much more stuff that I've probably even talked to you guys about. This happening, that that's all 
you know, we're at the point where of fruition, where everything's going to be rolling live now and, and just all this fun momentum. And over the last little bit, now I've had to stop because, you know, first I was trying to finalize, finish out the, my goal initially was to finish the, the new book by the event, which didn't happen. Um, but now it's like, I have to stop everything to get all the presentations done for the event. And, uh, and with that, there's like the handouts and the order forms and the, all, all these like little detail things. I, I just don't, I'm not, I'm not a details person, but we're the part of the game where the details are what matters. Right. And I'm in charge of, of executing a lot of those details because I'm the only one that really understands what and why and how and all those kind of things, you know? Um, so yeah, so that's kind of where, where I'm at. And, and I'm not going to lie. Like I, I'm starting to feel, starting to feel that burnout. Cause this is the part that I don't enjoy the most, which is, um, which is, uh, all, all those kind of things. Right. And so I have to slow back and all these other projects I've been trying to get push out, push out, push out before the event. I've had to stop and just like, this cannot happen before the event. I have to cut, I have to start cutting things to be able to, to get to, to be able to execute correctly on the event and make it an amazing experience for everyone who's there. And, um, yeah, and I'm just kind of feeling it. And so for the last like four days, I was supposed to be working on my presentations and day one, I didn't cause I was focusing on this day two was something else. And each day it's just like, I keep putting it off. I think there's probably cause I got a lot of pain associated. Like there's something about the fin- finality. Is that the right word? Like, like this thing being final, like it's like writing a book. Like when you write a book, at least for me, it's stressful because it's like, this is, it becomes so final. It's concrete. It doesn't change when, when the book's done, like it is what it is. Like you, you don't change it. Right. And I feel like the same with the event. Like when the presentations are done, like next step is me giving them. And, and this is, there, there's so much, it's so final that I, I think I put a lot of pressure on it. And so it kind of stresses me out. And so, um, anyway, I've been moving them forward, moving forward. And, and yesterday I spent probably two or three hours just outlining all the presentations. And I think I have six presentations I'm working on. And, um, Oh, and I got I got excited because like it's looking really really cool. I know what I want to deliver. I know what I'm trying to to bring across. But now I know now I got to break that those these core concepts into slides and powerpoints and images and and things that'll make this all make sense right in a very streamlined format. And and you know to take really complex thoughts or ideas and make them simple, um, it, it's hard. You know like the dot com secrets book was hard. It was like how do we take this abstract idea that that I understand in my gut, but then change it into something that I can explain to someone and they can look at it and be like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. Like that's kind of where I'm at now. Like I've got all these amazing things and yeah, for the next two days I got to lock myself down and figure out how to explain them in a simple, easy way and get doodle drawings to match them and, 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 um, all those kind of things. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of work to do, but then the other thing I got this like looming deadline of I have to have them done so we can get them printed, so um, we can have them in people's books by the time the events start, like all these things. And and I'm not gonna lie, like I'm, I'm feeling that burnout. Last night, about five thirty at the office, I had this pounding headache, and I was just like, I gotta stop, and I gotta go home. And I was like, I'm gonna go home, play with the kids for a little bit, put them to bed, and I'm gonna come back. And you know, I got them, you know, <laughs> I didn't get them to bed till late because it's spring break for them, so we didn't get in bed till like. 10:30, and I was just like, I don't have it in me to come back. I'm gonna wake up early and come in, and then the morning came, and I was like, I don't want to. I'm not ready, and so I, I kind of slept in a little bit, but now I'm feeling really good, and so, um, yeah. But I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm in this phase where I'm kind of there's, there's so much pressure and stress and build up and all this stuff that I think part of your brain, the the burnout happens where you just want to like, you want to like relieve that pressure. You want to take the pressure valve off and just be like, oh but I can't yet because the big show is about to happen. So 
that's where I'm feeling. Just see, just in complete transparency, I'm feeling the pressure and and stressed and and worried, and I want to make a good experience. Let's have all these other things happening, and and um, and that's kind of that's kind of where. And I think a big part for me is like because I have to cut all these things that are important to me that I want to have done that I physically cannot get them done anymore before the event. Uh, I feel a lot of stress and pressure and guilt because I have to cut these things, and I don't know why, but that's kind of where it's at. Um, so yeah, so so there you go. I, I'm 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 at a point where I'm feeling it, and I'm sure you guys have ever felt in the past. You're there right now, and so I just want to kind of give you some of my thoughts on what I'm trying to do um, to be able to to kind of push through the burnout. Because we still got to execute. We're seven days away from the event starting. As of the time I'm recording this, we we can't stop. <laughs> uh, but how do we how do we still make it fun and 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 uh, and then when the event's done, take the pressure valve off so we can keep executing and having fun. Because if you're not having fun, it, it makes it really hard to um, to be creative and deliver the the cool stuff. So here's my game plan. First off, um, I have to get through, I mean, the, the, I talked about this in a, a recent podcast, like there's, I have pain associated with the, the birthing process of these presentations, right? And so I have to, today and tomorrow, I've got two days to really dig in deep um, in, into these. And so it, it's um, a big part of that is, is um, because I attach, associate pain with this, I have to I have to attach pleasure. Like, how do I, like, what do I make fun? How do I make these things games? What do I give myself when I finish one? What do I, you know, how do I, how do I do that? So that's a big part <laughs> is that, uh, the second big part is, is in my mind, I know as I start working on these, my mind's going to try to go to pleasure every single time. It's going to be, oh, let me chow some, let me check Facebook, let me do all those kind of things. And so for me, what I do, and I talked about this again on a different podcast, but, um, when I switch into PowerPoint zone, I'm basically going to, uh, use my treadmill desk and shut off everything else and just have me walking uh, and focusing on presentations, right? So that's number one. Number two is I have to celebrate each of the little wins along the way. So as I finish one, I have to do something to celebrate. Either go out to eat or, or eat junk food or hang out with friends or go walk out or check face or whatever that is, but, but have big rewards as I, as I get each thing done that will push me through those pain points. Um, second off, um, I, I've got to... Uh, and guys, as you can tell, I'm, I'm creating this as we go. So I'm trying to think through. So that, that's a big one for me to get through the day-to-day. Um, I think when the event is done, I'm not very good at taking time off. Like, it, it stresses me out. But I think I need to force myself to. I think when I get home from the event, I need to take one or two days off and just not do anything. Um, because I need to take that pressure valve off. And, you know, part of me wants to do a product launch the Tuesday after our event. I want to launch Funnel University. It's driving me nuts that it's not live yet. Um, but I probably shouldn't. Anyway, I still might. <laughs> we'll see how we're feeling. Um, but taking that pressure valve off, so we can, uh, so we can, we can execute right. You know, um, like I, I would, I in theory, back when I was wrestling, I would have done better in freestyle, and not cutting. You know, if I would have cut weight <laughs> during the off season, but I didn't, and it was harder because guys were bigger and stronger than me. But I enjoyed it more. I had more fun, and so I think it's. Um, you know, taking some of the internal pressures off. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I give myself a lot of pressure. Um, probably that that's unneeded, but um, I don't know. I was thinking about this a lot. Like, I think it comes from my wrestling background. Like in wrestling, <coughs> we're always focused on like who 
who who could be beating us, right? So like, I, I could be the number one kid in the state, but I'm thinking about man, this guy's training, this guy's training. Like, I gotta I gotta do more than them because uh, because I don't want them to pass me, right? Um, I, I remember uh, Dan Gable, who's one of our sports legends. He's like the Michael Jordan of wrestling. Um, Dan Gable. Uh, when he was training for the Olympics, he would work out seven hours a day and then he tried to go to bed at night, but he couldn't sleep because he knew that um, on the other side of the world, the Russians were awake training and it made him sick to his stomach knowing that the Russians were training while he was sleeping. So he'd get up and he'd run at night. And I kind of feel like that for me, and I don't know if that's normal or if that's uh, something I got from wrestling, but you know, I feel like right now we're in the number one position in our industry. We're, we're doing amazing things, but I feel this pressure of like, wow, what's everybody else doing that we're not? We got to make sure that we are on time. And so I'm putting all this a lot of pressure on myself, which maybe is undue. I don't, uh, or unnecessary. I don't know. Um, but it's, it, it's what it is. So uh, I think I'm going to try to take the week after the event and try to release some pressure on some things like that and set more realistic timelines and goals on things. And, uh, so that way we can make it fun. Just like freestyle and Greco was fun because I took the pressure of weight cutting out and just enjoyed the process. It's like how, when I worked with Dagan again, um, the process became fun because I focused on the creativity of the marketing and less on the, less on the, we've got to launch this. We've got to make money here. We've got to, you know, things like that. I stepped back and because we stepped back and enjoyed the process, it, it, we were able to create some amazing things. And I think that that's really for me, the next step is after the event, because we can't, the event's happening and we got to make an amazing show. But then after that's done is how do I take some pressure off so we can, we can execute correctly and have a fun time with it and make it enjoyable so that we don't burn out. So that's the thoughts for me. I don't know. I don't know if that helps you guys at all. It may th- make you think <laughs> Russell's strange. Maybe it gives you a glimpse inside of my head. I don't know. But I hope the, it, it makes you guys who are going through any kind of burnout to um, to uh, feel, feel understood. Because I've been there. I'm going through it now. And those are some of the things I'm going to be trying to do to, to protect my, myself so that I don't hit it. Because um, burnout... Burnout, especially at this point in my business, it's tough because I have business partners, I have friends, I have employees, I have staff, I have a team that, that rely on me and I don't, I can't let them down. <clears throat> I can't just disappear and, you know, kind of step, take the, the foot off the, the gas because I owe it to them as well. And so it's how do, I, how do you manage that and how do you protect yourself so you don't go through it? And if you do go through a little bit, it's, <clears throat> you, you manage it in a way that, that actually will serve you and your team moving forward as opposed to um, crippling you and hurting you. So there you go. That's all I got for today at the office. It's time for some world nomination. I got to get some presentations done. So that's what I got for you guys. Appreciate you all. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon. Hey everyone, this is Russell Brunson again. I want to thank you for listening to Marketing Your Car and I want to make sure that you're plugging into everything that we're doing on a daily basis and so make sure that every morning you're plugging into the Marketing Your Car training. If you go to marketingyourcar.com, you can join the email list and make sure you get email notifications when new episodes come out and you can also get links to all the transcripts of every single show we've done in the past. Uh, but then every night, well not every night, but most every night, I also do um, a Periscope show called the Marketing Quickie Show and uh, it's really fun. You can go to Periscope and search my name, Russell Brunson, and subscribe. And every single night, you'll get a notification. It'll kind of chirp on your phone, and you'll have me jump on there and give you um, kind of the end of the day thoughts and ideas and, and marketing strategies we've been playing with during the day. Um, or, uh, and maybe even and, say and or, you should go to marketingquickieshow.com. And over there, you can subscribe. You can see past episodes. You can read the transcripts. You can have a bunch of fun. So thanks so much for being faithful listeners. Again, register at marketinginyourcar.com and also marketingquickieshow.com.